Go, Chris. Goodbye, my friend. It's hard to die. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the internet. Welcome to the podcast, Love the Graps. Um, it's a wrestling podcast. Uh, my name's Chris. I'm here with Alan. Hello. That's Alan. Um, and this is a podcast where we talk about wrestling shows that we have gone to. Um, normally, we go to it and we drive home and talk about the wrestling show. Sometimes we go to it, drive home, and find ourselves incapable of doing a podcast yeah. uh, for technical reasons. The technical reasons being that our bodies will not allow it. <laughs> um, and <laughs> that is what's happened here, um, not tonight, a few days ago. Last week, uh, we went to Pro Wrestling Eve at the Resistance Gallery in Bethnal Green, London. Global Women's Strike. The show was Global Women's Strike. Um, and uh, it was headlined by Mako Satamore and Tony Storm. Yeah, in a no time limit match. Which, um, for some reason. Um, and we had a really good time, but we did get home and find ourselves unable to do the podcast, but we felt it would be remiss if we did not talk about it because yeah. we had a lovely time. Yeah. Um, also, content, isn't it? We got content out. We got to get that hot graps content for well, your especially ears. Especially if we want to get sponsors. Yeah. Um, long-time listeners to the show um, will know that we we've been after that wimpy money. Yeah. Um, saw a wimpy uh, today when we were in Wembley, didn't we? It, not today. <laughs> um, another time. We will see a yeah. wimpy on Sunday when we're in Wembley. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> this is after that one. All right, okay. <laughs> we saw a wimpy on the last day. weekend yeah. when we went to Progress at Wembley. Yeah. Fucking um, hell. <laughs> but um, we've moved on from wimpy. Yeah, we've got a couple of other things, irons in the fire, Yeah. Um, that we experienced actually on our way to Bethnal Green last weekend. Yeah. Well, we didn't experience them. No. <laughs> Let's make that very clear. Yes, yeah, so we might drop those um, in. We observed them. As, we, as um, we, we we go along, yeah. So we're gonna put some pitches out in terms of adverts. <laughs> we'll do we'll do one um, we'll do one after the love the graps, and we'll do one at the end, shall yeah. we? Yeah. Okay. Um, but let's dive straight into the love the graps and LTG. Okay. Um, uh, normally, what we do three things that we liked, three things that we didn't like so much. Um, we're gonna kick off with three things that we liked. Yeah. Dan Reed won't like that. Oh, who cares what Dan Reed thinks? Do you know what Dan Reed did a little strip tease on a show the other day? Dan I Reed. feel like that was a dig at me. Well, apparently the burlesque turn didn't turn up. Right. So, so Dan Reed and Greg Burridge did uh did the turn. Yeah. And I think Dan undressed Greg. Right. Brilliant. So that was a thing that happened if you were there. Yeah. Not the show we went to, thankfully. <laughs> no, well, we got our own burlesque, didn't we? Um so things that we liked about the show. Okay. Um Let's talk about the continuing adventures of Kaylee Ray and Viper. Yeah, they're best pals, aren't they? Yeah, two Scottish ladies yep. uh, who travel down together, presumably yep. together. They could be traveling separately. Yeah, I mean, that would be uneconomical. It would, yeah. yeah. Um, bad for the environment. Yeah, and I think they are from different places as well. Scotland's all the same, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. 
Yeah. It's just one, basically, I, the way I've envisaged the map of the UK is that England goes all the way up, England goes up, and then it just reaches this weird point, yeah. and the tiny little point at the top is Scotland. Right, I, I, I think that um, Scotland is big, yeah, but there's only a very narrow way in and out of Scotland. Yeah. It's uninhabitable, yeah. <laughs> apart from tiny little pockets. Yeah. Um, so yeah, best it's friends. actually factual. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so best friends, um, yeah. and they wrestle all over the world together. Yeah. Um, do are they often in stardom at the same time? Um, I, I don't know. At the same time, they tend to kind of when I when I've noticed them recently, they're very not really there at the same time. They kind of scatter them, don't um, they? Yeah. So that like Kaylee Ray will go for for a couple of months, and then Viper will go for a couple of months, and Kaylee Ray will go. Got to get that months. Scotch quota up, haven't they? Yeah. Well, neither of them there at the moment. No. Jamie mm. Hater out there. She's not very Scottish. Oh, that's South Coast. Jimmy Hater. <laughs> Jimmy Hater. <laughs> Frenchish. <laughs> um, that was really loud so yeah, as so, well. Um, <laughs> last time we were at Eve, they had a match. Yes. Um, it was a She Won qualifier, I think, wasn't it? Apparently so. Yeah. Um, and it was also um, Viper's birthday. Mm-hmm, it was Viper's birthday. Yeah, so they played lots of uh, birthday games. And they had a, a good fun time. And we chatted about that on the previous episode. Yeah. Um, and at the end, they, they you know, they... Even though they'd fought each other, mm. they they were friends again. They're good mates. Um, and on this show, they were they were a tag team. Yeah, and they came out and they faced uh, Charlie Morgan and Laura Di Matteo. Yeah, and um, they had a a name. Apparently, uh, uh, Billy Kirkwood, ICW commentator, came up with the name. Oh, really? Of okay. the uh, Disney Give a Fuck Princesses. Yeah. Um, which uh, friend of the show, Dave Green, tweeted about that, and someone actually explained it to him. Yeah. Um, I think he got it, but there we go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're just incredibly funny. Yeah. Um, incredibly watchable, watchable, massively charismatic. It's very charming. I know. <coughs> I, I feel like I feel like there's something inherently sexist about me saying that. Well, no, because but I mean they're very likable. It's it's a similar thing when when Mustache Mountain. Yeah. It's okay. A, it's a kind of you know it's two two people. Really good mates. You feel like they enjoy each other's company. Yeah, and it's coming across in their work. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they're just a joy to watch. Um, going forward, hopefully, they'll both be a part of all the Eve shows. Viper has qualified for She Won. Yeah. Uh, Kaylee Ray hasn't, but um, already said that she'll be around that weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of think of them as kind of the, the Twin Towers of Eve really and they're, they're the two biggest names because Tony Storm's not in Eve that much no. um, and she's kind of the other um, British in inverted commas um, of the big three British yeah. women um, those two are kind of the twin towers I, of, I, of, of Eve and British women's wrestling yeah I mean we've said this before you'd be hard pushed to find somebody who would say that Kaylee Ray and Viper weren't the two best in Britain uh, right now. Yeah. Um, so getting to see them perform on a regular basis for Eve is fantastic. And I really think that it would be great to see one or both of them going forward as almost like the f- faces of that organization. Yeah. The ace of Eve. Yeah. And maybe we'll see that. Which um, 
brings us to another little thing. It's it's not really a love the grouch, but it needs to be mentioned mm-hmm. in terms of this. That as you said, um, it was the Disney give a fuck princesses against yeah. Charlie Morgan and Laura Di Matteo, who had the single worst tag team name I think I've heard in quite some time, and twinning and winning. Yeah, I'd have gone with Scissor Sisters. But um, it kind of <laughs> brought up the fact that Charlie Morgan, the whole story of Eve was Charlie Morgan becoming champion. Yeah. Um, she won the Ace of Eve, mm-hmm. and she won last year, and then she won the Eve championship at, at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. And everyone was on board with that journey. Yeah. But since she's won that, something's gone wrong. She's not connecting. Yeah. And this was quite well illustrated in in this match um when kaylee ray and viper got a massive reception yep charlie morgan didn't get a massive reception and you might say well you know we just talked about how how like uh important and how notable and how charismatic kaylee ray and viper are Mm -hmm. so yeah um but laura di matteo got a bigger reception than charlie morgan and it may be because there's nothing likable about Charlie Morgan. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know whether we've really spoken about this so much on the podcast, or whether it's something that we've kept stum about um, for one reason or another. Yeah, but it's definitely um, uh, it's definitely been a a, a a topic of conversation amongst Eve fans. Yeah, I've never particularly liked the Charlie Morgan character, and in fact, I think when we first talked about charlie morgan in eve Mm. we particularly liked the fact that she wasn't likable yeah because she was a baddie yeah like when she was a bad guy that character made more sense than when she became a good guy playing exactly the same character yeah um and yeah there's just there's something about the way she carries herself that doesn't lend itself to being sympathetic yeah um and i'm gonna i'm gonna be really harsh i i i don't know whether i'm completely bought into her being held up as the ace of this company no not at all. in terms of match quality yeah. when you've got you know the we'll talk about it next um on this um we'll talk about it in a minute but when you've got main events of the quality that we saw uh, last Thursday, um, and then you've got your champion, the Ace of Eve, um, kind of being the fourth wheel in a, in a tag match at the beginning of the show. Yeah, there's a, a bit of a disconnect there. Yeah, something not quite adding up. Maybe it's yeah. time to turn her. But then there's a re- they Eve are really good for heels at the moment, so yeah, yeah. May, they need to refresh the character somehow. Maybe she needs a proper you know, really strong adversary to be going up against. Yeah. Because actually, I mean, there's a parallel here um, with the progress presentation of Travis Banks. Yeah. um, In that he was somebody the crowd were behind for a long, long time. But then once he won the title, quickly slipped out of the crowd's good graces. Now, in that instance, I think the failing was on the part of progress in a lot of ways. Um, and I think to some extent the failing is in the laps of Eve 
here because you need if you're going to have a a, a hero as Mm. your champion you need really strong people for them to be going up against yeah and not just a succession of you know flavor of the months because that doesn't work anymore it's not the 1980s with hulk hogan that people are just going to get behind regardless like you need to give people a reason to think that that person is in trouble um and you know we talked about it on the last eve show that we covered um where uh charlie morgan had a opponent in um casey owens who she dispatched with handily yeah so what what's next for charlie morgan yeah but um we mentioned uh you mentioned the high quality so let's talk about the the main event yeah which was the, the highest quality yeah um so it was um Mako Satomura yep against Tony Storm yep apparently they had had a match before uh and it went to a time limit draw and that's why this was a no time limit match I, I, I didn't know about it. Ian told me about it. It's Ian Hamilton. Oh, okay. A friend of the show. Um, so that's why what, this in was... in Eve? Not in Eve. In Japan. Right. So, yeah. Um, but anyway, they, for whatever reason, they decided this was a, a no time limit match. Um, didn't start till half ten. Yeah. Um, I did fear that we might still be there on now, Tuesday. Yeah, like yeah. a week later, yeah. Yeah. Um, luckily... Uh, only went fifteen minutes, and that sounds weird to to sort of think. Well, it's such a um, an anticipated match. Two of the the best, two of the best wrestlers in the world. Um, yeah. Let's let's not even throw in uh, a, a gender qualifier there. Um, that it only went fifty minutes, but it was a perfect fifteen minutes. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, we've seen Mako. We've been blessed with the opportunity to see Mako Satsuma on a semi regular basis mm-hmm. over the last year and a half and this was no exception i mean it was hotly anticipated in my mind yeah um and i think you know it's what like eve had a big weekend of shows and i think this was one of the sort of top matches build across that whole weekend really yeah um yeah tony storm has really grown over the past few years into one of the very best um sort of based in the UK mm-hmm. and and yeah Mako really is you know everybody with um you know everybody is very quick to sort of hold her up as the best wrestler in the world yeah now you your mileage may vary on the, that sort yeah. of a claim she's in the conversation yeah you know th- there are half a dozen people in that conversation and she is one of them without without doubt mm-hmm. um everything she does is crisp um <coughs> excuse me um it's real mm-hmm. and tony storm gave as good as she got as well um as you say tony storm has improved enormously um she was always pretty good yeah um but now she is you know up there with viper kaylee ray they are the, the the top three and this was just a joy to see and yeah. I'm hoping we get another one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. It felt like we should get a rematch. Mm-hmm. Although, interestingly, um, Tony Storm picked up the win. Yeah. So it's not necessarily... Like, Mako isn't the kind of person 
or like the presentation of the Maker Satamora character isn't the kind of character that goes after those repeat matches no. um, to prove, like, she's got nothing to prove. No. So, does she need to have another match? Yeah. And anybody who's watching the May Young Classic, mm. um, they may have a match coming up soon. Yeah. You never know. Um, let's go on to a third. Love yeah. Scraps, okay. As we like to do. Yeah. The threes. And if you've listened to this podcast on a regular basis, you know that we have a high, high um, regard for the um, more nonsense side of professional wrestling. Um, and if something makes us laugh, we probably high, hold it in the highest esteem. Yep. And um, at Global Women's Strike, I think we had kind of one of the funniest exchanges that we've seen, <laughs> particularly... Well, maybe not. Maybe it's not fair to say in Eve, but like because there are, um, you know, no Jetta on the card. Yeah. Um, and obviously Jetta is one of the most consistently entertaining um, characters that they have. But there, it was one of the funniest exchanges I can recall in Eve, um, where Nina Samuels was facing uh, Chris Wolf. Yep. Um, and uh, Nina braced herself for the match um, with, <laughs> with a long sort of diatribe about having some kind of pet, like a dog training spray yeah, or something like that. Now, the, the, the thing about this was um, I felt as a whole Global Women's Strike was a really strong Eve show. Yeah. And a couple of the reasons for that um, were the, the match quality. Um, but also lack of promos. Yes. Sometimes we, as we've said, the pacing of Eve shows can be a bit broken up by promos. Um, this was really the only promo of the evening. Yeah. And it was brilliant. And I think if you're gonna have a promo, it's got to be left to these the, the people who are really, who are good, really at good at it. And Nina was just fantastic. She's so funny. Yeah. Um, but still keeps that bite. Yeah. Um, to to kind of make her not a comedy heel, but she's still a heel who uses comedy. Yeah. Um, we didn't know uh, who her opponent was going to be. We no. didn't even know if Chris Wolf was definitely on the show. We knew she was on the Saturday shows. Mm -hmm. um, and so when Nina dropped in that her opponent was Chris Wolf, um, the place exploded. Yeah. And then Chris Wolf came down. And she's got her wacky act that she does. Mm -hmm. And she turned it up as well, yeah. um, including one bit of uh, uh, using the phrase, smell my meat. Um, sniff sniff the meat. Uh, and then um, saying that she was all about consent, so um, did need a, a mind butt stuff. <laughs> yeah. um, which i almost died yeah. i think these two are perfect like perfect opponents yeah in terms of like their characters yeah i because nina doesn't go over the top with being sort of this elitist character she just thinks that she's better than the person that yeah. is in front of her at that particular time um so it's never like she's she you know she's not like playing a uh, blue blood or she's not mm. playing um a fashionista yeah like she's nina she's nina yeah and chris wolf is whatever the hell chris wolf yeah. is supposed to be um 
and somehow I think they might be like the yin to each other's yang in terms of yeah. those uh, those 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 particular characters. Absolutely, absolutely delightful. Yeah, because the the Nina character can can withstand some showing ass. Yeah, and bounce back. Whereas maybe the Ginny character can't that much. Not not in the same way. No, no. <coughs> um, and that certainly happened tonight. Um, yeah. And Chris Wolf picked up the win and celebrated in a way that you can only really get away with in um in the resistance yeah. as she was crowd surfed off towards the exit yeah um and that was a pleasure but just delightful and yeah. chris wolf uh, has qualified for she won yeah nina unfortunately not well let's move on to not my graps okay and let's move on to some people that don't appear to be in okay she won um so she won is in november yeah. this year um, qualifying matches are still ongoing. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know the full lineup, but a few people have qualified so far. Um, but some people who don't seem to be included is the Japanese lads. Yeah. Um, Mako Satomura did not qualify. No, she lost to Tony Storm. Yeah. Um, Emi Sakura is AWOL. Yeah, we don't know where. Yeah. Um, we did see Hannah Kimura. Yep. Uh, she lost a qualifier. Yep to Sammy Jane um, mm. Chihiro Hashimoto was mm. on the show as well yeah. um, no mention of a qualifier do you uh, wish you were not having a qualifier this weekend at any I don't time? think so no. no so yeah there's uh, a lack of Japanese lads yeah um, and if you're into your women's wrestling yeah then um, aside from uh, the Mexicans which are, I, I, there are some really good Mexican women but you don't tend to see them because they don't tend to leave Mexico yeah um, the Japanese lads are, and and even if you include the Mexicans, the Japanese lads are your top lads. Yeah, um, they are the the really the top of the tree. <laughs> I feel like we just need to do that quick qualifier on the term Japanese lads again. <laughs> uh, of course, we know they're not lads. lads it's yeah. uh, it is a callback to a previous show. Go back and listen to our full back catalogue for yeah. inf- information on that. <laughs> Particularly the ones Chikara King of Trios. Yeah. That's when you'll you'll discover the origin of the term the Japanese lads. Um so it's gonna be missing something. Now Chris Wolf has qualified. Now Chris Wolf is a Chinese American. Yeah. But I do kind of think of her as a Japanese lad because that's where she started wrestling. That's where she made her name, yeah. Um but is that enough it's not the same, no. No. Um, but having said that, we didn't get loads of North Americans last year, so we're getting some of that. Yeah, we've got we didn't Australian. Get, we didn't get as, as much well. of. Um, I think it's going to be a very different tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to it. It's just a shame not to have that presence. Yeah. Um, when you had the best wrestler in the world in it last year, anything less is a bit of a, a bit of a come down. Yeah. No Nini Samuels, of course, so um, there won't be people getting their maths wrong. No, no. I mean, there may be. There may be, but yeah. um, the, they, it, they so. may not. They may just accept that they were wrong Yeah. instead of pretending that they weren't wrong. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, what else were we talking about? Okay, so as we said, the main event was no time limit. Yeah. Um, now... We weren't at Eve's show last month, but we were there the month before. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as I know, they haven't been doing this. Um, they 
explicitly announced time limits, which I think they've done before. Yeah. Um, they also put a clock on the screen, uh, counting down the time. Yeah. Um, so everyone could see, you know, exactly how long a match lasted without having gadge there um, to let you know. Um, but the way they announced the time limits was weird. It seems a little bit arbitrary. Yeah. So we had uh, six matches. Yeah. Or was it seven matches? Six matches. Six matches. Yeah. Um, the first one. Uh, no, it was seven matches. Um, the first one was a singles match. They announced it at a 20 minute time limit. Yeah. Second match was a tag match. Yeah. They announced that at a 20 minute time limit. The third match was a She Won qualifier. Which they announced as a thirty-minute time limit. Mm-hmm. Um, that's fine, you know. So she won qualifier. Yeah, you got to have someone qualify. High stakes. Um, next one, she won qualifier. Thirty minutes. Yeah. After the interval, came back with a singles match, fifteen minutes. Yeah. Then another singles match, fifteen minutes. Yeah. Then a she won qualifier, the main event, no time limit. Yeah. Um, it just seemed a bit weird. It was like those two fifteen minutes really threw it off. Um. And if you're going to do that kind of thing, you've got to kind of have uniformity. Yeah. Um, or if you're not going to have uniformity, you build throughout the card. Well, it was also slightly frustrating that the only match that came close to breaching that time limit was one of the 15-minute long yeah. matches. Yeah. Um, and if that, you know, that that came down to the wire and you're like, oh, okay, so they nearly had a time limit draw... But it was one of the shorter matches, so yeah. what am I supposed to take from that? Yeah, th- there were. I think there were 16 seconds left on the clock yeah. uh, when Chris Wolf got the pin. Um, whereas if they'd have been in the opener, they'd have had an extra five, five minutes. minutes. Yeah, it, it's just a bit, you know. And maybe it's teething problems, um, you know, with, with getting these time limits over. Yeah. Um, because she won, obviously being a tournament, you, are, you, you have the possibility of draws. Uh, so we may get some some time limit draws, um, and I don't think it's a bad thing um, because you know in legitimate contests you go you do go the time um, like UFC yeah. boxing. I, I'm I'm happy for them to establish that time limits are a thing. I just think they need to be consistency, and it needs to not be like just made up on on a whim. And I'm sure I don't doubt for one second that Dan and Emily Reed have some kind of justification for why of course, yes. those matches in the second half were five <laughs> minutes shorter than the matches in the first half. Um, I mean, for me, it would make more sense if the matches in the first half were 15 minutes and the matches in the second half of the show were yeah, 20 minutes. Yeah, because the show builds. Yeah, because then you could go, well, they're higher up in the card, so they yeah. get more time. Um, even then, I think, is a bit of a struggle in terms of... the. Like it's not like time limits are a tough one because it's not a thing that we do in British wrestling now. Like it's not a thing that is seen um, with any sort of serious um, take on it in British wrestling. So to impose them here, you are trying to re-educate the audience. And the only way you can do that is with consistency and clear guides as to why you are doing those time limits. Um, I know you said that the uh, main event um, was no time limit as a result of them having had a previous match. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. You weren't aware of that prior to the match. No. 
Um, it just felt like a, a again an arbitrary decision. Yeah. Fine. Okay. And I, I get it. You know, it's the main event. Oh, it's serious. This one. Yeah. It just felt a bit of a weird move. Yeah. At the time. And it was one of the short matches of the night. And it was, yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's move on to the third, not my grats. Now, yeah. there's a standing order. Um, We're talking about burlesque quickly. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, more burlesque, an act that we've seen multiple times already. Third time I'd seen it. You'd seen it three times. I'd seen it twice. It was on at the She Won tournament last year. Yeah. Um, a woman dressed as an Ewok doing a sexy dance. Yeah. That's it. That's what it was. Took all her Ewok clothes off. I mean, that's the Ewok skin. <laughs> that's like an Ewok peeling its skin back, and instead yeah. of like layers of fat and tissue, you've got a naked woman underneath, yeah. uh, or a uh, you know a, a person with growth deficiency. Yeah. Where's our female comedian? Where's our female guitarist? Yeah. Where's our Where's our female dancer? Not burlesque. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, female juggler. I don't want a juggler. I think a juggler <laughs> would be worse than burlesque. I mean, as Dan Reed did a little strip tease, didn't he? Hmm. I don't want to see that. No. Do you know, there used to be a lady when I was growing up. Um, cabaret was a big thing on TV, variety yeah. on TV. Um, there was a woman who would tear paper. Okay. And that was an act. Yeah, or you could get one of those people who tear phone books in half. And I've seen phone books these days, a lot smaller, so yeah, anyone could do, do it. Yeah. Um, but that's a standing order. That's always yeah. on the thing. Um, slight then, not my graps, uh, to complete the three without going to burlesque again. Yeah. Um, we had three referees yeah. on the show. Um, Tom Scarborough, yeah. who is up there with your Joel Allens and your Chris Roberts as your top referees in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a funny arm, didn't yeah, he? I, I don't know he what a, was going he had on. Poorly arm. He's, yeah. he's like a bird with an injured wing. Yeah. Um, he had Lauren. Yeah. Um, female ref. Um, yeah. Get, trainee coming kind of through. Get, getting, you know, finding yeah. her feet as a ref. And then we had Chris Hatch. Yeah. Um, IPW guy. Is he? Uh, that's where I've seen him mostly right, okay. ring announcing and doing some refereeing and photography and stuff Whatever. for IPW. Um, didn't really need to be there. Yeah. I don't think we needed three refs. Yeah. Um, and it was just another man on the show. Yeah. Um, now, we talked before about how Eve uh, should be about empowering women. Um, it's great that we had have Lauren as a referee because we haven't got many female referees in this country. Uh, we had Heather for a while, who was a shill in her book. Mm-hmm. Um, buy her book, everyone. Um, it sounds really interesting. Um, I just, if we're going to see a third referee, Let's not make it another man. Yeah, I just it it seemed conspicuous. Yeah, like um, he didn't, as you say, didn't really need to be there. Didn't need a third referee. No, didn't need one who didn't really bring anything more to what is the theme of Eve as a promotion. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I mean, they've had other male referees come in and out but it's just when you've got like an additional one yeah like because tom's missed shows in the past and they've had they've had a couple of other people um fill in um but yeah it just felt like another sort of weird misstep in in that in that yeah they were the two matches that chris hatch refereed Mm -hmm. were two matches that lauren 
there must be there must be loads of trainees that would yeah perhaps i just you know promoting like loads of people are trainees that just want to be you know help out with shows and and like you could put someone in there in a ref shirt i mean i know it, it is a skill yeah that that people acquire um but then teach them and get them in there doing it yeah yeah. Um, I don't know whether that's actually something that they worked on with the Shevolution shows because I haven't been to those shows and I haven't really no. seen any commentary along those sort of lines. Let us know. Um, I'm sure Dan will let us know. But yeah, it would be interesting to see if that's something that they're working yeah. towards because, like I say, even like trainees who are early on in uh, as wrestlers, it's it's another thing that you can use to sort of keep them around wrestling mm-hmm. um, and keep them keep them coming back. Yeah. But that's Eve, Global yeah. Women's Strike. Really good show. Yeah. Uh, it went out live. It did, yeah. Uh, that's the Eve thing they're demand. doing. Um, and then the, the two shows that they did on the Saturday, um, the afternoon one was on mm-hmm. the Fight Network, and the evening one was on Eve On Demand. I wonder if they're going to be doing all those going forward. Be interesting. Um, because if you've got a venue where you are selling out every month, because it is a very small venue, um, if you can get a few extra subscriptions. Because the thing is with... Um, with on-demand services is that you can subscribe for a month and you can watch everything and then you cancel your subscription subscribe to someone else for a month but if you've got regular live events you're going to keep your subscription going yeah um so yeah it's an interesting thing um i hope they carry it on yeah i mean we don't make it to every eve show but i would consider watching one of them on demand if um if they if they were to come up again Um, you know, they've got uh one more show before she won, I believe. Yeah, which they're gonna they're gonna use to do their international title. Um they were gonna do it the weekend. Okay. Uh they've delayed it. But that's also the one with Command Bolshoi. And if that ends up on on the on demand or yeah. live we may well get together and watch it. Maybe we'll watch it. Yeah. And see but what the presentation looks like. Yeah. Um definitely be able to hear dan reed on the commentary yes you? we we know that for sure <laughs> he was very loud in the venue yeah at one point you did turn to shut up yeah louder than everybody else in the room yeah that happens in a small room i know no i know yeah anyway that's about it that's about all i want to talk about yeah <laughs> um so get on the facebook group um let us know what you think about us as people <laughs> uh, and until next time go to bed We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun Got the hills that we climbed, but the seasons out of time All our lives we had fun, we had seasons in the sun Got the world that we need, but the starfish on the beach